0: challenges of faith radio program i'm gary McCants. thank you for joining like to acknowledge god and our listeners and our guest recording artist songwriter kelly garner whose song you just heard kelly welcome the challenges of faith radio program and congratulations on your powerful and new album it's not over
1: oh thank you gary it is so nice to be here
0: (laughs) it's an honor having you on First and foremost, how are you and loved ones?
1: Well, uh, we are doing well, um, as well as could be expected after, you know, mother passed 14 months ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. Last Christmas was kind of, we were still in shock last Christmas, and as you can imagine, this Mm -hmm. year it's kind of all real, you know. And uh, when you lose somebody like that, who is a huge part of the family, it's, it's, it's a challenge you know and and uh i just keep praying and asking god every day to uh give me the pathway and 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 to order my steps um along the way and and he has this year uh my daddy is uh he's grieving but he seems to be doing pretty well and you know it's it's just i'm thankful i i'm i, am, I have uh there's a lot of things that uh her passing taught me but one of the things that it taught me is just to be thankful for where you are in life and the people that he's given you and to enjoy every single moment
0: that we have that's right praise god you know and <clears throat> as i was listening to the words of your powerful new song you are displaying just that um you're letting individuals know irrespective where they are and where they happen to be that it's not over so you're offering hope at the same time while being hopeful and as you know um uh, beloved mom is absent from the body and present with the lord and again absolutely uh, condolences to you
1: kelly what were your
0: aspirations while growing up?
1: You know, uh, it's interesting. Uh, My mama and daddy said that I would, I would sit my little chair in front of the TV (laughs) and tap my toes to Country Boy Eddie shows, you know, country (laughs) down in Alabama. I'd sit myself in front of that TV and tap my little foot. And so from, that was at three years old. And, uh, you know, they, they knew that I loved music. And then getting into church, you know, as I would go to church uh, growing up, one of the ladies at my grandparents' church would say, Kelly, would you like to sing? And this was at three years old, you know, and I guess Mm -hmm. I was a bold three-year-old. And I would say, yes, I would, you know. And so I'd get up and sing a little um, happy Sunday morning, happy, you know, one of those little uh, songs or uh, something Mm -hmm. that I would know as a child. And, you know, I, I guess, when I look back at it, it reminds me that uh, God foreknew He He put in us the gifts that He He looked that looking down the road, He knew exactly what He wanted us to be, and He put those things in us when we were still in our mother's wombs.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, I, you know, I I I see the path that He has taken me now and uh, you know it's it's, as i heard a lady say one time the zigs and the zags of life you know and he he takes us to one thing to another to you know and and i you know i was an artist 20 mm, lord have mercy i hate to admit it but 28 (laughs) years ago (laughs) i almost i was an artist I was an artist way back in the day in the uh, contemporary Christian market, and Ben Tankard produced that record. And uh, I love Ben, and he's been going off and doing. He's done a lot of gospel, worked with Yolanda Adams for many years, and and has also now he's doing some of his own jazz uh, recordings. But you know, I was I did that for a good many years, and then I went into education for 16 years. And then when I kind of had, I had helped the university create a new program and some of those things. And then all of a sudden I had one of the guys that I had uh, hired as one of our teachers in technology. He looked at me one day and he said, Kelly, she's singing. And you know, Gary, I looked back at him and i i didn't have a good answer i i looked at him and i said um i don't know and i had still been you know singing in several di- you know little churches folks mm-hmm. places where they'd call me along the way but i had not done a recording in a long time and uh i i heard that that the the holy spirit kind of mm-hmm. jumped up in me when he said that and i i heard that word clearly when chris said that to me and i thought okay it's time mm-hmm. and so i started i started going through my song catalog i had i had kept my publishing and had a whole bunch of songs sitting in the catalog i i had kept that going along the way even when i was teaching and so i started going through that and Do you know, as the Lord leads you, there's so many things he gives us sometimes that we don't know until after it's all happened. But do you know, we started the recording, and we got both sessions of the tracking part of the recording done before Mother passed away.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: I was, yes, sir, and I was able to let her hear All the songs that were going to be on the record Before she passed And she cried When she heard them And do you know Think about what a blessing that is to me now Mm
2: -hmm. You know
1: As as I I grieve I think you know Mother I mean she was such a a Pillar of the faith and, And I learned so many things from her And I'll tell you one thing about that In a minute But she was I was I always kind of relied on her and leaned on her a little bit, and now as I'm grieving, you can imagine that with the new album that I can look back on that her putting her blessing on it, it was it, it's such a, a privilege and and such a comfort, you know mm-hmm. and uh, and I um I, I as I'm telling you and I know you may have other questions but one thing I can't forget to tell is the one thing I tell a lot of people about mother and and the things I've been through recently um is that I learned so many things from her in life. She was my teacher, she was my friend she was like sister i i was an only child, so she was that she was a mentor a prayer warrior I learned uh and she she knew more scripture than I don't know if I'll ever know um I learned so many things from her in life, but the last lesson, and maybe the best lesson that I learned from her, was how to die. Um, I, I watched her press all the way to the goal. She was still reading her Sunday school lesson and studying her Bible, had her Bible in front of her while she was on that little tray table in the hospital. Uh, asking for her Bible, wanting to write in the margins uh, when she was very, very sick, and I, I watched her do that all the way up till about a week before she died, and I think about it so many times, and it's it's one of those things that you know will change you. You, you see somebody do that who pressed all the way to the goal and literally pressed all the way till the moment she saw Jesus's face. And I, I, you see somebody do that, and you think, you know, that right there is the way that I want to die. I, I, I want to continue to press all the way until I see his face. And you know, all this, that it's not over. Uh, title had already been chosen, um, but long before she passed, all of those things, and. You know, one of the things I go around now and and, and telling people as I minister in churches and and uh, and talk to folks uh, like yourself and all that is, you know, there is hope. Lot, lot, there's a lot of people out there in the world who are hopeless and they don't think they have any reason to go on. They in their own lives, some of them sitting in their homes, not having. Feeling like they're um, they're distraught with grief, they're distraught with hopelessness, and like they have nothing else to do. And one of the messages that I feel compelled to try to get out is that you are you are never too desperate, you are never too old, uh, you're you're never in um, such a valley in life that you don't have hope. God has a plan. And he has a purpose for your life, no matter where you are in life. Um, and and so that is uh, something that I hope everybody can hear and hold on to. Um, those that don't know Jesus, he is our hope. But for those who do know him, he still has a purpose for our lives.
0: Praise God. <laughs> Kelly, you thought we were supposed to come on today and talk about your, your powerful music. You, we were supposed to come on just to let you share exactly what you just shared where everybody wow. who's in need of hearing that which you are sharing. And at the same time, allowing the continued healing process to take place in you because you're giving honor to your beloved mom and all that she has done and is still doing with you but at the same time, you're recognizing how that God had used her throughout your sojourn, starting at the age of three, so that, therefore, yeah. you're able to instill hope to others. And having said that, think about it. there's Somebody out there, that's, that's Kelly. And they're sitting there and they're contemplating, okay, so I'm going to head to school. Okay, what are my fields of study and why those specific studies so that I'm not wasting time and recognize that I need to be used for God, but on behalf of others down here on earth? So, Kelly, when you went to school and you chose those fields of study, why those particular ones?
1: Okay, well, um, you know, as I've mentioned, the growing up kind of loving Mm -hmm. music and all those things, I... I actually, uh, my mother and grandmother were both math teachers. So I, the first degree that I got was math education. And mm-hmm. I I loved, I knew that I, I loved teaching, but when I started to teach math, I knew it was the wrong subject. And I um, went back to, I had been at Auburn and then I transferred up to uh, Belmont because I was just miserable. I thought, I can't do math. And so I came to Nashville up here, and I'm in Middle Tennessee area, where I live, and came to Nashville, went to Belmont, got a degree in commercial music, and it started to teach me the things that I needed. It started to give me the tools. Um, I I did a lot of, uh, I loved gospel music. I loved jazz. People don't realize sometimes that, the jazz harmony and jazz arranging is very close to very similar to uh gospel music and uh, a lot of the ways you use it you'll use it a lot in arranging. And so I started to kind of figure that out and you know, then uh along the way I and I went into the industry for a while. Uh Belmont called me at one point, said Would you teach a little for us and and they did and and I and I did. I taught for them a little bit. And when I did, they said, "You have to get your masters." Well, I went and got my my jazz studies masters at middle Tennessee state, and I started to understand a little more about you know in in gospel and a lot of the uh gospel I guess you would call it the emotional part you put in gospel, the improvisation and some of that vocally that you do uh that's that's just jazz and and mm-hmm. I started mm-hmm. to realize a little more through getting a master's degree and I got it in jazz studies and then I and I taught for Belmont for 10 years and then I went back in industry I was doing some production work and also you know still doing some of the artist things a little bit making some music doing some recording then I started missing the kids and so (laughs) I went back to my dean I know I always have a love for kids and I you know, even though I'm a recording artist now and songwriter, I still occasionally if somebody calls me and says, hey, will you help me, will you give me a voice lesson and help me with this? I was like, sure. You know, I, I love that. I love working with people. Well, I went back to my dean at one point and said, hey, I miss kids. What do I need to do? She said, you got to get your doctorate. So I said, well, good goodness me, where? And she <laughs> said, well, for you, for what you're doing, and for what's your background, she says, I can think that Miami might be – so, you know, it ensued. All of a sudden, I go down to Miami tryout. I got in there, did my doctorate at Miami and Jess performance. And I will tell you, a lot of all those, that's education and studies and degrees and all that, I, I thought at the time it was just meant for me to keep teaching and doing all that. But, you know, when I sit down at the piano now and I start to write a gospel song, when i start to arrange something for uh, recording i'm doing uh, all that i would never have been able to do those sorts of things if i had not had the education i have in that genre because the 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 jazz education i got uh, and there's a lot commercial there's lots of good things you can uh get skills in but it showed me how to arrange in gospel music, and so I, uh, I I am so thankful. But again, you know, it goes back to that zigs and the zags of life. Mm-hmm. God God just uh, uses some of those things sometimes to um, give you those skills that you need because He sees so far down the road. From where we are and and from mm-hmm. what our little finite minds you know his is the infinite, but ours is the the finite minds we what we know is so very small um about our future compared to what he knows and mm-hmm. so i I look back at it now, and I go, "Oh, oh, I get it now, okay, <laughs> now." Now I understand why I went through all those things,
2: mm-hmm. uh, and
1: and you know, and the doctorate, you know, some, I, you know, doctorates that uh, they're they're great to get, but I will tell you the reason they call them terminal <laughs> is because <laughs> it's because you'll either finish it or it will kill you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: hey, you made it.
1: I may, but it, it it did teach me. It taught me a lot. It kinda, it kinda put the cherry on top of what I was mm-hmm. really needing. I needed those skills
0: down there. Mm-hmm. Listeners, as you're listening, you notice that the reason why I'm posing these questions is because you hear Kelly uh, as she started off in sharing and ve- being very humbled about it because. She's now able to share, as she did, how she became an assistant professor of commercial voice in the School of Music at Belmont University. And at the same time, now we turn around and Dr. Garner, we want to congratulate you because you share what you shared, especially as it relates to, you know, gospel recording and, and so forth. But you wrote your first single for Legacy Five, I Stand Redeemed. A song yes. that stayed at number one for three months, receiving a Dove nomination for Southern Gospel Recorded Song of the Year and BMI's most performed gospel song. You've received two RIAA gold records for your work as a background vocalist and six downbeat awards while a doctoral student at Miami. You, you didn't tell us that part. So now <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's turn to that new, powerful, full-length album, It's Not Over, because you share it as it relates to your beloved mom and the song. and and But at the same time, how does your song resonate with your listeners?
1: Well, uh, there are quite a few different songs on there for so many different reasons. I, I shared with you about It's Not Over, and it just... Telling people there's hope. There's uh, the the current single that's out right now is called "Forgive Myself." It's the very last song on the record. We we have 14 on the record, and I, you know, people go 14. Goodness, why that meant? Well, we got we started with a we started with about 50 or 60 we loved. We cut it to about 35. We cut it to 25, and then we got to 14. I said I can't cut anymore. Because we had about, we had three or four that are, three or four on it are wonderful worship songs. One of them I wrote, it's kind of my life work of It's My Desire. But Forgive Myself, it's the last, it was the first single because, it uh, I did it as a duet with Joseph Haberdank. He's Grammy nominated Dove. He's what a wonderful um artist he is. He's actually a former student of mine, vocal voice oh. student. And he he did the duet with me and I'll tell you that song that's out right now, it's special because basically the last line of the chorus says, If Jesus can forgive me, then it's time to forgive myself. And what that means really is, you know, so many times we've done so many things in life that we know were not honorable to the Lord, not not mm-hmm. uh, something that God didn't want us to do. You know, we failed him. Uh, so many different things that that could be. And we think, oh, okay, well, Jesus, please forgive me that. And, and then we go, we lay it down at the cross, and then we walk away from it, And then suddenly we think, oh, oh, but I'm not good enough. So we run back and try to get it. And, you know, that song really says, you know what, if you want to be used by the Lord in the powerful way that he wants to use you, then you have got to let go of all those things that he's already forgiven you for, and you've got to forgive yourself and just move forward, you know. Um none of us are perfect. Uh we we have all been uh we we if if we know the Lord, we've been redeemed by that blood and you know, there was only one perfect one and that's it goes it goes back to you mentioned that I stand redeemed song, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. There is
1: there is a uh that that song cute little story about it it's kind of fun we actually me and my co-writers on that song had written another we were both we were all three writing for the same publisher we were exclusive writers at the time for this publisher and we we had put the line i stand redeemed in another song and we'd go into our publisher to let him hear it and he said oh I don't like that song. I don't like. I mean, I don't like that line. I stammered, "Dame, what does that mean?" I don't. I don't even know what that means. Like, no, nah, we, we're going to throw that out.
2: <laughs> he said, "No, we're
1: going to throw that out." Of the, yeah, you know what's coming. And we, so he threw that. He threw that line out of another song, and we were all three of us were scheduled to write that night over here at my house, and so we just we were going to do dinner and with each other and stand around and talk and figure out what we we're going to write, and so we got over here and. We were in pasta. We had a pot of pasta <laughs> on the stove, and we were looking around each other, and we all started saying, you know, that I Stand Redeemed line, I mean, I actually liked that. I thought it meant something, you know, and they said, yeah, I don't know. Why did he put, throw that out of the... I'm like, I don't know. And then we all said, well, let's just write a whole song called I Stand Redeemed. <laughs> and do you know, Gary? All of a sudden, it came out of me like pouring water out of a pot. Mm -hmm. I said, Mm -hmm. I stand redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I stand redeemed
3: before the great I Am. When he looks at me, he sees the nail-scarred hands that bought my...
1: And I stopped for a minute. I couldn't think. And do you know the Canadian that wrote with us over at me, and she said, Liberty. <laughs> and I loved it because she was the Canadian, you know, and she, she mm-hmm. laughed about it, too. She's like, of course I would know the word liberty. And so mm-hmm. so uh, she looked at me, and I went, yeah, liberty, I stand redeemed. So, you know, that chorus came out just exactly like that. I mean, it just flowed out,
2: mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden
1: mm-hmm. – My co-writer Belinda looked at us, me and Christina, looked at us and went, the first verse just again flowed out like water. She said, when I think of all my faults and my failures, when I consider all the times I've let God down, I'm humbled by the grace he has extended. I'm amazed. At the mercy I found, I mean she it just came out, and me and Christina looked at each other like, "What?" <laughs> and so you know that, and then Christina mm-hmm. went on later and wrote the second verse, and so you know those those kind of songs, you know, and that song was way back when it was the first number one I'd ever had, and all that, and you know we've we've got quite a few on this record that um. They, you know, it's not over. Then there's one about mother that's called The Day I Get Home. And it's it's about, uh, you know, it's all about her with her hand on her Bible. She stood throughout the years and taught the old-time gospel through all life's tolls and tears. With her body worn and feeble, this warrior of the faith would often long for heaven. I can still hear her say, On the Day I Get Home when i finally see jesus i'll lay down my trials and trade a cross for a crown freedom from suffering is something i've never known but i'll know what it's like on the day. you know that that song is special and i think that that's something we're all gonna do one day is is uh, lay down those trials trade across for crown because here on this Mm -hmm. earth freedom from suffering freedom from suffering something we've never known Mm -hmm. there's there's another cute little song on there that (laughs) i say cute because um i i kind of wrote the chorus kind of riding down the road i i got thinking about my background you know i when I was saying that I, they plopped me up on the stage at three years old, well, here you know they 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 really would. You can imagine me with my little skirt that stuck out straight out, you know, little little yellow dress or something that had the little ruffles, and I they plop me up on the stage and I'd sing at three years old. Well, I'll tell you that uh, that there's another song, and it was in that same church. I would when I got to be twelve, thirteen. I had been going to these all-day singings, uh, dinner on the ground, you know, lots of people can remember dinner on the ground, and I wish we still had a lot of them. Well, these singings I'd go to, some people called them all-day sings, or all-day singings, and they would, you know, lots of singers. My my great-granddaddy, Kilpatrick, actually was one of those singing school teachers, and People would go around with people that the, – the folks that would go to these stands would say, well, now, are you coming at my thing over in Etowah County <laughs> today? And and they would say, yes, I'll be there. Well, when you'd go in one of those things, you know, I mean, first you'd go downstairs and take your baked beans downstairs, you know, and, and uh, uh-huh. make sure it was in the kitchen. You'd go up. You'd grab a Stamps Baxter You'd grab a Tennessee Vaughn book You would grab a Benson book You'd walk in And I will tell you, Gary That I really thought I had done something When, <laughs> as I like to call her Miss Maddox When I got mm-hmm. about 12 or 13 She would say Kelly, you you go on down to those front four pews And you sing in the class Today And oh I What I knew was is that you don't sing in the class unless you're going to be expected to lead, get up and lead mm-hmm. a song.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I thought, oh, I'd better be looking for one that I like that I could lead. And one of the ones I would always pick was uh, "Meeting in the Air." What a meeting in the air! And because I knew that was one I loved, and so I'd I'd try to find that and hope nobody else do it before I did, and. I will tell you, and that that song is called uh, "Good Old Gospel Sing." That that's the first song on the record, and it, I need a good old gospel sing. Give me that old time religion. <laughs> Dinner on the ground, pass the plate around, sitting out under those trees. One day we'll be with Jesus, and we'll stand before the King, lifting every voice in a good old gospel sing. You know that that history that heritage of having that you know gospel saying the dinner on the ground uh i mean the the verses that i i tell the story of that uh song in that song where i i do the verses it is really truly just a story of what of what i did back in those days and uh that was that was a long time ago um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but those uh, the songs on there, I mean, the It's My Desire song, which is one of the worship songs, it is uh, a true option of what I want my life to be. It's uh, mm-hmm. It's my desire, my desire to serve your kingdom, Lord, to take the open door and live for you. It's my desire to be your feet and hands, to offer all I am all that you can do and you know honestly um, Gary it is really I think in this life we don't think about this sometimes but it is really more about what he can do than what we can do Mm -hmm. Um, all all that I know to do down here is to just offer him my loaves and my fishes Uh, I've I've gone through <laughs> I've gone through lots of degrees. I've I've tried as you said, I've tried to uh hone my skills and all those sorts of things. But really at the end of the day
2: mm-hmm. I
1: just I offer my skills. I offer my loaves and my fishes, offer all I am to all that he can do.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: and you know, as you know, then just See what doors he opens, and mm-hmm. uh, let let him open those doors. And then, what I do is just walk through them and
2: mm-hmm.
1: try to be a blessing. And uh, Gary, even you know, even as 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 what we do right this minute, um, my hope is is that one of your listeners hears this. And knows, understands that uh, indeed it is not over, that they uh, have a purpose and a plan for their lives, uh, that the, the Lord has uh, a plan for their lives and has a purpose for their life. And what they have to do is keep believing that, keep praying for him to show them what that purpose and plan is. Keep walking through those doors. There's. I'm. I'm. I'm thinking. You know. I'm. I'm just wondering. You know. The Holy Spirit. Okay, Holy Spirit. What do you want me to share? Um. There's another song that says, "I will not hope in something less, for mm-hmm. I know Him. I know Him, and He knows best. He is my rock, my righteousness. I will not hope." In something less, I will not hope in something. Uh, the, in our world today, that's one of the things we have to hold on to. Um, mm-hmm. One, one of the other songs I, a, a song probably one of the big worship songs that I do on there is Waymaker, and I, I know that lots and lots of people in the world, you know, have done that song, but. I, I did that song. My friend, Travis Cottrell, who has been worship leader and, and shared music all over the world, he and I were college classmates, and he asked me to do that song while I was teaching out in Jackson Tennessee at Union University. And I uh, did that song, and I realized when I started singing it that um, – the, it really was just the names of god and and you know it was uh it was written by a woman down in africa and at first they didn't even know where she had been living uh Osinachi Sinach, I think is her stage I guess or artist name uh Osinat Osanaki, Osinachi, uh Osinachi he, uh, they couldn't find her for a while And then they finally found her uh, And where she lived And it really was just Her offering up the names of God And when I started singing it I just fell in love with the song Because Waymaker Miracle Worker Promise Keeper Light in the darkness My God, that is who you are mm-hmm. And I I I had to include that the The, the album is well, for the it was nominated for the Dove for Inspirational Album of the Year. It was nominated for a Grammy this year for um, Best Roots Gospel Album. And I say nominated, I'm, I'm submitted for mm-hmm. those and Best Best Roots Gospel, and then for Inspirational. And you know, most of the album is is inspirational, but the there's a little worship on there, worship songs because i I feel so strongly that we we have to learn how to do that down here because we're going to be worshiping for an eternity and mm-hmm. so so those kinds of songs that are offering up his names are just something that I just couldn't leave off the apple it was mm-hmm. um they those were very important and i i i'm not sure if i've left out a oh well precious lord there's him on the album precious
2: mm-hmm. it's, it's
1: just one of it's a actually funny funny story precious lord is a um it was an exercise that i was um uh, or it it was a, they gave it to me as an exercise uh, for homework for a jazz arranging class, I was doing down in Miami when I was doing my doctorate. they were like, "Well, we need you to do an arrangement, do vocals for like four part vocals for this, and let's see you can pick the song you want and Kelly, well, you've been in gospel, so why don't you pick a a hymn or a gospel song and uh Precious Lord had always been one of my um uh, favorite hymns and you know, I found out later it, it actually was, I think, Martin Luther's favorite hymn, and that made it even mean more to me. And I I um, picked that hymn, and then I ended up doing it with a bunch of my uh, jazz vocal groups down there. But, you know, it, it's done kind of in a, uh, it's got a little bit of a groovy kind of uh I don't know how what you'd call it, but it's kind of a fun, kind of groovy uh, take on it. But uh, it, eventually it starts out kind of slow. But I, since I love those kinds of hymns, they're kind of given a new twist. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that will probably be something that I'll take a hymn or two and put it on the record as well um, through the years. Um, so... Oh, there's, okay, here's one other song I know I have to mention. There's a song on the album that's called My God is Still Good. And my I, that song's been written, I would say, three or four years. Uh, I wrote it with my Canadian songwriter uh, friend, Christina. She's the one that wrote I Stand Redeemed with Me, uh, she and Belinda. And she brought me the chorus to that "My God Is Still Good" song, and I, when I heard the chorus, I just couldn't get away from it. And that was a song I had sung in from in front of Mom at church services many years, and she was like, oh, "That's my favorite song." And the the chorus the chorus says, "Even when God doesn't send a miracle, even when He doesn't answer." like i prayed he would i still know my god is able he is with me he is faithful i know my god is still good and i will tell you something gary i had to lean on that that idea um i lean on the word uh and and what god tells me more than anything else but i had to mm-hmm. i had I, I, that that song went through my mind many times while I was sitting in the hospital for two months with my mama. And I, of course, I kept praying for a miracle. I, I kept believing for a miracle. I kept believing that God was big enough to do anything he wanted to do. But I will tell you that I, I had to think, especially when she passed, you know, even when God doesn't send a miracle, even when He doesn't answer like I prayed He would, I still know my God is able, He is with me, He is faithful. Yes, I know my God is still good i um i am I am single, I live alone, I have lots of friends, different places all over the United States they they actually came, we did a big choir recording for this album. Um, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the album is there's a 77-piece choir on the song, on the entire album, on many of the songs, and actually on nine of the songs, I think. And we recorded down in Ocean Way. And so I, you know, I have lots of friends all over the place we've we've uh that that came they came from all over at their own expense they came to do the recording and so I had lots of friends everywhere but but i I am single I don't have siblings I live alone god God had other plans for me um than to have a big family but you, and you, so you can imagine when mom passed she was she was kind of one of those cogs in the wheel for me when she mm-hmm. passed you know there were there were moments like pulling some of my lives. I do a live every Thursday night at 6 Central Time. And I tell people to look for people out there this Christmas that don't have anybody. Because I can identify with anybody, any of your listeners out there, I can identify with sometimes feeling alone, especially at this season. It seems like everybody is having all these big family events. Um, now, I'm I'm going to go down to some of my second, third cousins. I'm going to go do a little bit of Christmas with them, and there's some friends I'm going down in Auburn to do a little. They, they live down there in Montgomery, Alabama, and Auburn. Uh, their daddy's in Montgomery. I'm going to go do a little something with them. But there's a lot of people out there that, My mother called, um, she called them the Mr. Whiskers of life. She said, you know, there's going to be somebody that you see in the grocery store or when you're passing them by on the street that they don't have anybody. And she said, you need to look for those Mr. Whiskers in life that, that just really don't have anywhere to go. And I'll tell you, Gary, I can really truly identify because when mother passed while I was here in my house one day, I came downstairs and I started to walk into the kitchen and I just I sort of kept saying to myself, You know, Lord, I just feel so alone. I just feel alone, Lord. I, I Lord, I just why why am I why did you leave me alone? Why do I just feel so alone? And I'm gonna tell you something, Gary, the strangest thing is all of a sudden I felt something, and I, I know it's Holy Spirit, but I felt something on my left side. And one of my very favorite verses is Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do, do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you by my righteous right hand. And let me tell you, Gary, I felt something on my left side, and I felt a hand. On my back In the small of my back And I can't explain it I I All I know is Is that I know that I think the Holy Spirit Was reminding me You know what I'm walking right beside you And I've got my right hand My right My righteous right hand hold you And I will tell you I started to weep Because I knew That I was not alone I knew That God had His righteous right hand On me And that No matter what I went through in life He was going To uphold me With that righteous Right hand And so truly You know Um even when God wasn't he didn't send that miracle even when you know he didn't answer the way I wanted him to I wanted him to get mama well and take her home well get her well and took her to her eternal home and it it happened to be the day she passed was the day that she got home and so I I started to realize you know I don't understand God's ways. Um, I, I don't understand what all he has us go through, but he is teaching us things throughout through it all. And no matter what it is, he is upholding us by that righteous right hand. So 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 truly it has to be my desire to serve his kingdom forward in life, be his feet in his hands, uh, to to better serve his kingdom, to just use my life to bring somebody else uh, to him, to show them that there is hope, there is a purpose and a plan for their their lives. And so indeed... It is not over for them
0: my- <clears throat> my beloved sister Kelly. <clears throat> how can interested listeners purchase your album and music
1: well uh the my website is the best place to be able to download anything and and they can purchase it right there in fact on the front page of my website and it's just com. so K-E-L-L-Y G-A-R-N-E-R dot com there's a place there right on the front page that says purchase album and then there's another one that says purchase individual songs I believe so they could go and hear any of them so if they want to hear a snippet of whichever songs those may be right there um on that page and then they can purchase them i think it's a tiny bit cheaper if they purchase the whole record and i'll tell you this um they they won't be disappointed there is a song and i don't just say that i there is a song on there for everybody
2: there is mm-hmm. something
1: there is something that i think will speak to whatever place they might be in life um, I will tell you
2: <laughs>
1: they can go stream and listen to me there, but I'll just say we as artists these days, you know we just don't make anything mm-hmm. off of the streaming. I mm-hmm. love it that they can that the streaming promotes us the way it does, but if they would be willing to just go download the track, they'll have it on their computer or their phone forevermore, you know. And if they can go do that, what it does is it 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 really helps us. You know, even if it's a few songs for a dollar twenty nine or whatever that is, uh, that that little bit of uh, them uh, downloading a CD uh, or downloading a song just helps us take that and put it back into the music, and helps us make more music um, somewhere down
0: the road. All right, and listeners, you can also uh, uh, look at our show notes for additional information on Kelly. Kelly's producer, Chris Crunk, shared, I am so proud of this project. The recording is epic and big in spots, tender and small in other places, but all along the way it tells a message of hope and perseverance and the promises of God. It proclaims a message that it's not over if we keep our eyes on Jesus. The project is a who's who of Nashville's best and an amazing combination of the writing and performing career of Kelly Garner. Kelly, your beloved mom, Martha E. Yancey Garner, translated over October the 28th, 2022, and is now absent from the body and present with our God. And you've dedicated your new album to her. You know, over in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8, It says, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. And that's the promise that we as believers of the household of faith have today and eternally. My beloved sister Kelly, thank you for taking the time and coming on Challenges of Faith radio program. And you should return anytime you want to. And provide us updates and Merry oh, Christmas, my sister.
1: Thank you so much, Gary. What a pri- privilege and a pleasure to
0: be—just
1: what a privilege and pleasure to be on your show today. Uh, what a blessing you are. Thank you so very much uh, for playing the music. Thank you for uh, just introducing me to your listeners. That. Uh, we might be able to walk together in this mm-hmm. journey. So uh, mm-hmm. if anybody would be will, I'm on all the socials, on the social platforms. They can come check uh, things out there. I-, I do little reels of different songs, some even new songs and things like that. So if they would love to come find me, and it's just Kelly Garner Music on all those, uh, I would love for them to come find me there. And just try to keep things, you know, keep up with things because really and truly what I'm trying to do is just get this message out to the world and try to be somebody that is, you know, trying to lead others uh, to
0: Mm -hmm. what God
1: has to offer, what he has to offer us.
0: Praise God. Listeners, the closing songs are dedicated to the memory of Kelly's mom and my mom, Mary Alice Gibson of Cancer, the day after Thanksgiving of last year. And it's also for you and you and you, wherever you are tonight. But the first song is one of Kelly's songs. So sit back and just ponder all that Kelly has shared for all of us today and let God have his way in your life if you have not up until now.
4: My last song, I wanna hear that. Now it seems like I'm all alone. I wanna hear him say, "Come home." I wanna hear.